Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Turner's Digest. My name is Alex, otherwise known as Fear the Z. And as always, a little disclaimer, I'm not a financial or tax advisor. This is not financial or tax advice. This is for entertainment purposes only, but please enjoy. I hope you all enjoyed that introduction. I think I'm going to do that from now on. Um, that music isn't currently available on Spotify. It was made by my brother's band called Sweaty Lemon. In the companion site as well, the show notes, you'll see a link there to their SoundCloud if you're interested in listening to them. That was their funk song. He played it for me while I was home just recently. I'm back in my apartment, so the audio might be a little bit better. But he played me that song, and I was like, wait, that soundbite right there, I'd like that. I think I'd that would go well as an intro for the podcast. So there it is. Hopefully you all like it. Um, but without further ado, we'll jump right into things. We'll start off with new Patreon members. So I think I missed this past weekend from posting uh, an episode, so sorry about that. But we do have a bunch of new Patreon members come in. Maybe that's from the Barclay little hack that I shared where you can get a dollar a month on any Barclay card. And there's a couple other cards out there that do it as well. Um, but if you sign up for the dollar tier or Patreon and just charge it to your Barclay card, you will won't have to pay anything because they'll reimburse it. It's in the last episode if you're interested. But new Patreon members, we have... Andrew Scott, Daniel, Rusty, All the Points, Dan the Man, DL, Gina, and Heather. And as always, shout out Cleared, Cleed. And it means a lot, y'all. I I started this on a whim, very heavily influenced by Turn the Daily Churn. And I, we've been going pretty strong thus far, 22 episodes, pretty decent monthly listeners. So I, any of you who subscribe to the Patreon, it, it means a lot. Um, it it gives me motivation to do this show, and yeah, that's about it. Enough of that. We'll move on. Um, one more admin, th- a couple more admin things. Um, the podcast is, I think it was always available, but it, I now have links for my podcast on Listen Notes, as well as on Amazon Music, so if you happen to listen to me on there, or those are your preferred listening venues, there'll be links in the show notes now. I publish directly to Spotify, and then it just shares, the RSS feed goes out to all the different podcast platforms. So listen on your listening pleasure. Next, I've had some people, I forgot meant to say this last week, but I've had some people ask me, how do I get notified when there's a new episode? Because like the, the daily churn has his email newsletter as well as uh, churning life also has an email newsletter. I don't have that, but you can follow me on WordPress. Um, if you go to my website for the Z.com, there should be a follow button somewhere and you'll get emailed when I post a new blog post and that's the same as posting a new Patreon, excuse me, a new podcast episode. Cause I always post a companion po- post with it. But if you want email notifications, that's one way of doing it. Um, also, if you're interested, it's the holiday season rate and share the podcast. Um, I, the only place I, I post this is in simple finance discord, the churlish Chur- the daily churn discord, and sometimes on Reddit, but they don't seem to like it too much. I, I get it. It's just kind of me advertising on our churning. So I try to post it on just on the weekend so it doesn't muddy up the conversation there because I do heavily browse our churning. Um, but if you if you like the podcast, please rate it and share it with any friends or family that you think would be interested. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. Let's dive into things. Um, some news you all have probably heard. Apple is trying to cut ties with their partnership with Goldman Sachs. And I think I've talked about this in the past. I forget what episode it was. Actually, it was episode 13. I talked about a post um, on Mac Rumors where 
the report delves into why Apple and Goldman Sachs want to break up. And basically, it's just a big loss leader for Goldman. Um, they spent a lot of money on building up the infrastructure, and they just don't like their partnership anymore. Also, the card is obviously marketed as an Apple product, and Goldman's partnership doesn't really get much light of day. The, the Goldman logo is on the back of the card. I think it is. Um, and it's pretty much Apple, but Goldman just, they've not been great for Apple. So they're looking for a new bidder. I've heard some people say potentially like maybe Capital One or maybe Synchrony would be interested. Um, we'll see who scoops it up. And also American Express has talked about it as well. So, um, to clarify the article that I'm linking by fortune specifically references American Express and Synchrony, but I've seen other people, some murmur saying that potentially capital one would be a good person to do it um i don't think capital one would be great uh, i think that it's not great for them capital one, definitely they're huge on marketing and they they like to have their their brand at the forefront so like their rei card it's still most of the the marketing that i've seen for that mentions capital one in it at least so i don't think it would go there but American Express, I, I also don't see it going there. So I, I could genuinely see Synchrony, but I think a lot of people don't love Synchrony. Um, they've gotten better, to be honest, but I haven't had any problems with them. So I hadn't had to deal with their customer service. And that's, I think, where they dropped the ball. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Sounds like Apple was trying to get out of their deal, which was, I think they signed a 10-year deal. And now they're trying to get out of it very early before the 10 years it ends up. So... We'll see what happens with that. Next, this next section, you can skip ahead if you, you don't care about sports betting, but obviously bet and play responsibly, but there's a new sports betting app out. I think I've discussed sports betting in the past. I have way back on episode two, I discussed a um, DraftKings promotion because DraftKings went live in Massachusetts, so they gave away a bunch of free bets. And this is happening the same thing, but now for ESPN Bet. Where if you sign up using promo code NPNews, you can get $250 worth of free bets that's paid out in in five $50 free bets. So if you don't know how free bets work, they essentially give you a coupon and say, hey, you can place a bet worth $50. You can place five of them on whatever bet you want and any proceeds of the winning you get. So if it's plus 100, you would get $100 back because the initial 100 you don't get, but the $100 winnings you do get. Um the bets expire in seven days from when you sign up. It's not a referral or anything, so I don't get anything for it. Um, I think it's the New York Post that's actually doing this promotion with ESPN Bet. Um, I initially only received four of the five free bets, but then the fifth one came the next day, which was odd. Maybe it's just because I believe the public offer is $200, and then the promo code gives you the fifth, and that came the next day, so maybe that's why it came that way. And in order to get those $250 free bets, you need to place any bet. So I just placed a $10 bet on a minus 300 odds bet, and that thankfully hit. So I didn't lose my initial investment, and I got the $250 free bets. The bonuses, the bonus bets instantly credited my account upon placing my initial bet. And I also received 50 free spins, but at the time I was visiting my parents, and in that state, I think it was only for that state because they have a casino legal in that state. Um, of those 50 free spins, I only won $5, so that really wasn't much anyway. But I was pretty lucky in my bet choices, and all of my five $50 free bets hit. They weren't super long or super risky. Uh, they were sort of long. Per, excuse me. They were 
pretty long, not very risky bets. I think I bet $50 money line, $50 money line on Alabama to win and then another Alabama spread and some other stuff, but I figured I'd try one that was a little bit more risky. I think the Alabama bet was like plus 200 or something, or maybe close to it. And then the other ones were mostly like minus 150, minus 200. But thankfully, all of my five hit, and the payouts all worked out to me winning $245. Now, those proceeds are taxable. So if you do go for this and you do win, you do have to pay taxes on it. I don't think I've done that for any of my DraftKings winnings, but I don't think I've pulled money out that I've won. I kind of view it as like stocks where once I pull it out, it's like a realized gain, but that's definitely not how it works. So I should probably look into that come tax season next year. But anyway, I figured I'd call this out. Um, You could just pick random bets and potentially win some free money if you're interested, but definitely play play responsibly. There's a reason why they can give $250 out $250 out to new members because the cost of one member joining for $250, the odds of one of those people becoming basically addicted and giving the the booker, in this case ESPN bet, money and, and making money off them is enough for them to cost $250 per acquisition. So definitely keep that in mind. The house always wins, but... It's fun sometimes, and if you can play responsibly, why not? Next, everybody I'm sure is aware that Spotify did their Spotify wrapped, and for those wondering, podcasters do get it. Um, mine wasn't super interesting. I have an image of like one of my wrapped cards available on the show notes, but it just says there were, I created 500 minutes this year, my top country was United States, and I have 18 top, fan, top fans. And I believe that means on Spotify, your number one listen to podcast is my podcast, The Turner's Digest. So thanks to everyone who listens. Um, we have a pretty decent decent listening, but we're obviously just like any good American corporation, we're trying to grow. So feel free to share the podcast. Next, there was a Best Buy Instacart deal. So Best Buy just recently put their products on Instacart as well as or Instacart, as well as DoorDash. The Instacart deal is spend $75 and get $25 off of that purchase. And then the DoorDash deal, which I posted on a Patreon as a lightning deal, which I actually incorrectly posted. Uh, so sorry for that, but you can spend $55 and get 15 or $25, depending on if you're a Dash Pass member, with code BEST15 or BEST25. So... If you're already going to spend something, I think Doctor of Credit recommended like buying two Air Tags, which would hit the fifty-five dollar minimum spend, and then get your fifteen or twenty-five dollars off. Next, just like last, I think it was last episode, two episodes ago, there's a whole bunch of gift card deals. So I have started tracking how many gift cards I have and pulling up my sheet real quick, which I did not have ready. So apologies, gift cards. Uh, sheets. All right, I don't have it. Give me a sec. Here it is. So I recently shared, I think last week, two weeks ago, that I have $1,279 worth of gift cards, and that has drastically changed as of this episode. I now have $2,890 worth of gift cards. The changes are mostly from I bought $500 worth of Target gift cards, which 
was a lightning deal and is now expired, but I shared it previously on December 1st and December 2nd, or December 2nd or December 3rd, you could purchase up to $500 worth of Target gift cards and get 10% back. And then you can also use your Discover card for 5% back at Target or your Chase card for 5% back paying with PayPal to get 14.5% off of those gift cards, which is pretty great. So I did that. And I also bought, as I'll discuss here in a second, an Airbnb gift card. But that deal was, there's two of them. You can buy a $200 Airbnb gift card from Target and get a $20 gift card in the form of a Target gift card. Or you can buy a $100 Park and Go or Pack and Go. The title of the gift card on the website says Pack and Go, but the image says Park and Go. So I don't, or vice versa. I'm not sure which one's called, but whatever it is, you can choose from a couple different companies, including Grubhub, Southwest, and Airbnb. And with that $100 gift card purchase, you get a $10 Target gift card purchase. So I opted for that one, specifically because I have a Target Circle promo that if you do two shopping trips and spend $100 in each, they'll give you a $20 credit back. And that goes, I think, until the end of December for me, and that's targeted. And this $100 gift card actually triggered it. So... I just have to do one more shopping trip. Maybe I'll buy gift cards. I don't know yet. I went to Target today, but I only spent like 20 bucks. It's kind of hard to spend 100 bucks at Target if you're not buying like something big. Um, but so my Airbnb gift cards went up. Also, I started tracking my Target gift cards and $500 went up for that. So that's where the extra money came from. Next, there is Best Buy's giving a $25 gift card for Best Buy when you purchase a $250 gift card at Delta. Best Buy is also doing... Get a $10 Best Buy gift card when you purchase a $100 Apple gift card. Amazon's also doing a $10 Amazon credit when you opt in for pickup instead of a delivery. That's targeted, and I think there's a promo code for it as well. You can read more in the show notes at the link of the Doctor of Credit. I've found myself, since I have an Amazon Chase Visa card, when you shop on Amazon and make a purchase. I think it's most most things that are shipped and sold by Amazon. You have the option to have that package be delivered like I forget what it's called, but like at, at a slower rate, like no rush shipping. And when you do that, they give you 6% cash back instead of 5%. And normally these things, as long as they come before Christmas, I'm not really in a rush. So I'm fine with getting 6% back instead of five and waiting some extra time for it to deliver. And then finally for gift cards, there is a $100 Instacart gift card for $80 at Costco that requires, I think, a Costco membership. Um, I believe it does, but Costco is great. So you also get 2% back uh, if you're an executive member at Costco. So a nice little kicker as well. Speaking of Instacart, Instacart is partnership, partnered with Peacock to where if you have Instacart Plus, you now get Peacock Premium for free, and that's a $6 a month credit. That does still come with ads, Peacock Premium. There's Peacock Premium and Peacock Premium Plus. Peacock Premium Plus does not have ads, but Peacock Premium does. And I believe they also, like, gatekeep certain games behind Peacock Premium Plus. I think, like, some soccer games or football games, like like European football, not American football. Some football games, I think, are tied behind the Premium Plus. Doctor Credit says it's po- it might be possible to upgrade your Peacock Premium subscription that comes with Instacart Plus 
to a Peacock Premium Plus subscription for possibly $6 a month or $60 a year. Man, these names are getting so convoluted. That that sentence sounds ridiculous. But if you're if you have Instacart Plus, then hey, it's free. There's also the Instacart credit card comes with free Instacart Plus for the first year as well as a Dr. Credit shared Instacart Plus is free for 12 months for Chase Sapphire Reserve customers or six months with Chase Sapphire Preferred or three months with Freedom Cards, and those all can stack. I personally don't go in the Instacart game, but if you're in Instacart, I keep saying instant, Instacart. If you're on the Instacart game, this sounds like a great option and a great little addition. All right, next. I This was initially shared by the Daily Churn, but it is also shared on Doctor of Credit and was recently posted by Doctor of Credit, so I am going to share it here. Um, if Kai listens to this and doesn't want me to share something like this in the future, I will refrain from sharing it. But otherwise, I think it's okay. It's, it is shared on Doctor of Credit. So um, there's a credit union called Security Plus Photo Credit Union, which is offering 6% off of a eight-month CD. And I believe there's no minimum for that, or the minimum's like $1,000. But this credit union is also offering uh, $2,000 worth of credit card funding, which again is reported on Doctor of Credit, and I shared a link to that. So I personally did that and put that $2,000 purchase on a card that earns 2.25% my Bank of America Unlimited Cash rewards, as well as that card has 0% interest for past those eight months. So I'm getting basically 6% on $2,000 for the next eight months for free. So why not? Nice little boost. Um, that 6% rate on the eight month CD has expired. But as far as I know, the credit card funding is still an option if you're looking for some manufacturer spend. And that did not post as a cash advance on that card, which is cool. Next, Discover announced their quarter one categories for the Discovery card and its restaurants and drugstores. That's nice for me because it's not super nice, but right now I get 4%. I could get 4.5% on restaurants, but I use my cardless Boston Celtics card, which is grandfathered in from when they used to get 4% on restaurants. And I use that with Curve because it's a MasterCard. I could use my Bank of America, one of my customized cash reward cards, to get 4.5%, but I was like, ah, 4%, 4.5%, arbitrage is nothing. But now it's going up to 5%, so I will use Discover for next quarter. Next was a lightning deal, and this is still available. This is for AL and TN only. I'm Again, I'm really bad at state acronyms, but maybe <laughs> I was going to say Atlanta. That's not Atlanta. Um, AL and TN. I know Tennessee. Don't know what AL is. I'm not going to guess. Um, Alabama. Let's say Alabama. Redstone Credit Union, which I believe they also offer a decent credit card. Um, they are giving a $600 banking bank account bonus with no direct deposit required, which is kind of crazy. Um, all you have to do is use the promo code NEW600, go on online banking and turn on e-statements and make 10 debit transactions on the account. You can do Amazon reloads. So that would cost you $10. There doesn't seem to be any fees to worry about. Oh, wait, excuse me. Each checking is easy as count to keep fee-free. There there's a $5 monthly fee that is waived with direct deposit or for debit card transactions. And as far as we see on the fee schedule, there is no early account termination fee. So $600 is insane for a bonus, especially without a direct deposit requirement. So 
definitely go for it if you're in footprint. All right, wrapping up here, we only have a couple things left. I said that I would give an update on Albert because recently I shared that Albert's not requiring their cash accounts to have a Genius subscription. And I've been doing a churn basically where Albert Genius gives you cash back on particular categories. It costs $15 a month. You can sign up for a trial every month and they cancel before the trial ends and then sign up for the trial again. I thought maybe because they're instituting this new thing where you have to have Genius in order to have the account, they, they would take away the Genius trial, but that's not true. Um, when I went to cancel, it did tell me I have to wait for pending transactions to clear before I canceled Genius. And I had just made a purchase to use one of their boosts. So I just messaged, they have like a text number. So I just texted a number and just literally typed cancel genius send. And then they sent me a big blurb and they were like, oh, you can go to this section of the app and hit cancel. And I just replied cancel genius. And then a minute later they were like, thanks for reaching out. We've canceled genius for you. Thanks for being a valued customer. And then I went back in and signed back up for genius and it was still a free trial. So I'll still be milking this for as long as it goes, Albert. It's it's a game of attrition at this point, and I ain't giving up. So we'll see how long your venture capitalist money survives because I enjoy my 20% back at Whole Foods. And then finally, in my Chase app, I saw that I had – they started, like, giving me a pop-up for – there's Chase My Bonus, like chase.com slash my bonus. And normally you have to go in there and put in your card number and see if you have some random bonuses available to you. But I saw an in-app pop-up for a bonus, and mine said – Spend $150 in certain categories and get $15 statement credit. And there was a button right there in the app where it brought me to basically chase.com slash my bonus. I put in my card number and I said I was all eligible. And I put a screenshot of the offer and it says you've activated your offer. Spend a total of $150 between November 14th and January 15th on utilities, internet, cable, and phone services, insurance, local transit, and commuting or fitness clubs and gym memberships and earn a $15 statement credit. So I, my utilities are paid for through Arcadia, which is like a solar farm that you can pay. You, you sign up for it. It's free. You go on a wait list. You partner with a solar farm, and then it subsidizes part of your utilities, part of your electric to come from the solar farm instead of from whatever your local municipality's electric comes from. And I pay for my, what's really nice is I pay for my electric through Arcadia. Arcadia sends a bill, pays on my behalf to my utility company, and I pay through Arcadia. They don't charge a fee for credit cards, and it still shows up as a utility purchase. So I've been using my Elon Max Cash preferred card, which earns 5% at utilities, but I just went and changed it to be my, one of my Chase cards to spend $150 before January 15th and get $15 back because that would be 10% back, which is better than the 5% I get. And I set a reminder to remind myself to go and cancel it. But that's really it. I don't have too much for this episode. I did want to get something out before the end of the year. Um, maybe I'll put a poll on this question if there's something you want to hear. Like I, I could go over... So what I'm really looking forward to is at the end of every year, I go and I gather all of my credit card transactions on all, what is it at this this point, 26 credit cards that I have. This will definitely be the biggest one I've ever done. Um, I currently have 24 24 active credit cards. 
So on my 24 active credit cards, I haven't done some of these new ones. So I don't know how Wells Fargo or SoFi or Rip HM Bradley or Apple Card. I don't know how they're going to play with my spreadsheets. I'm going to have to make unique spreadsheets for them. But I go in and I download all the year-end statements because most good issuers issue a year-end statement where they show you all your transaction at the end of the year. They show you your categories that you spent in and... I calculate my total spend on the year. I then go to Venmo and I get, I go all the people that have paid me back via Venmo and I try and get a, basically a synopsis of my financial picture for the year, how much I've spent. And I shared that last year and I'll give a link to it in the show notes if you're interested in my 2022 spend. But every year I just spend more and more and more. So my 2023 spend I'll be sharing. Usually those come out sometime in January and it takes me a little while to gather all the data, build the, build the information. And I usually, I try and do some, I, I don't think I've done it in the past, actually some fun graphs, but I, I just like data and spreadsheets. So I really look forward to doing that every year. And now I'll, I'll be sharing it on the podcast, which is, sounds great to me. So if you're interested in that, definitely stay tuned. Um, I go over all of my churning that I've done in the year, my, my total earn from my churning last year I made total including bank account churns, credit card churns, bank account referrals, and credit card referrals. I made $10,037, which is pretty great. Um, For a hobby, I think that that's fantastic. Most of it's done from sitting on a couch. And this year's looking to be pretty great as well. Um, I think I have 200, 500, 600... 800 that are still pending that are hopefully will post before the end of the year, which will get me close to last year's number, but I don't want to spoil too much here. So definitely stay tuned for that. But as always, I really appreciate everybody listening. Um, I don't know if I'll get another one out before the end of the year. I probably will. Um, There hasn't been too much craziness, at least that I'm interested in. Like there's some other DoorDash gift cards that I could promote, but for me, it, 20% 20% is where DoorDash gift cards are pretty useful. That's like the the most I see off of them. So right now there's like a 10% off promo, promo for it. I don't, I'm not going to share that just because it's not worth it. And there's some other stuff that's out there that I just don't feel like sharing because it's just doesn't seem interesting to me. But that's enough rambling for one episode. That's it for today. If you do like the intro music, I will be doing it for all of them from now on. If you do like it, please definitely check out the the link to the band in the show notes from sweaty lemons shout out dean it's my brother and his bandmates john and mike i believe and yeah i hope you have happy holidays and enjoy your week